0: This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. We're talking today about what it takes to simplify your business so that you can multiply your results and that sometimes can feel as though they are two words that are mismatched. If things get incredibly simple and easy, how can you possibly scale? And I'm joined today by my friend Joy Buffalini and we are talking about how you can bring this in to your business. So Joy, hello and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Anna. I'm so glad to be here. So tell my listeners a little bit about you, what you do, where you're from, and everything. That, uh, just tell them everything. There we go. Oh boy. In a nutshell. <laughs> in a nutshell. That's right.
1: Well, my name is Joy, and I help women entrepreneurs to simplify their business, like you said, and to really focus on the things that are really in their zone of genius and are really reflect their expertise. And, you know, help them get out of doing all the things that they think they need to do in order to multiply. And I live in Florida near the beach. That was part of making our family's vision real is living in a beautiful environment that supports us. And we're just um, excited to help women to see a faster, simpler, more aligned way to reach their big goals and the big impact that they want to have in the world.
0: Are you predominantly working with coaches, female coaches in your work? Actually, I work with...
1: All types of service based entrepreneurs. So they could be coaches, consultants, different types of experts, service based experts, and who really want to focus on the things that will help give them the most ROI. And generally speaking, this is mastering their messaging, their offers, and their sales process. Like really that simple. And I even teach my clients mainly to focus on higher ticket offers, which is something a little challenging to do in the early days. You feel like you have to you know, you have to have proved yourself or be making a certain amount of money and all of that. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, there's some mindset work behind that, you know, Mm. behind learning to own higher ticket offers. But the truth is like you can have 10K months without burning yourself out. And that's so important for me, for women to be able to be financially empowered, doing their genius work without having to work 60 hours a week. It just, it just is not necessary.
0: I'm always curious when someone tells me, what the name of their signature system is or their program. Why? Why did that happen in your life? Why Mm -hmm. is this what you teach?
1: Oh, I love that you asked me that because there is a story. (laughs) There's a story behind it. As we were just talking right before the podcast here that, you know, I have three kids. One of them has significant special needs. And so when I decided, I've been a coach for 10 years now. And the first five, I did not make much money. You know, it was more just passion, enjoying it. Then I was sort of in self-sabotage. Like I need to be making more money, but I was self-sabotaging. And I also had a belief that only so much was possible for me because my daughter, she's quite significantly disabled physically, mentally, communication-wise. Like I have a lot of extra things on my plate, especially you know, uh, some years back when she had lots of surgeries and therapies and all of that, it's like, yeah, I wanna grow and I wanna be this industry leader and this expert, but I have all these extra things on my plate. How is that possible? So, first I had to shift that belief, right? And that is actually one of our simplified and multiplied principles now. There's always a simpler way to what you desire, right? So, first you say what you desire, okay? Then you look at what beliefs are blocking you from getting there and actually choosing, okay, there's a simpler way. Maybe I just can't see it in front of me. So. Me just focusing on the simple things and not doing all the things, even though I'd taken a million programs on a million different ways to grow your business, (laughs) keeping it simple and really believing that I could grow and be a multiple six-figure business, then a seven-figure business. um, That was a big deal, and I realized how I did that was by keeping it simple. And I know so many women have so many things on their plate, especially in the last year. (laughs) You know, during what's been going on in the world, so. Really, it's a belief, but then it's also a way of living and running your business.
0: I'd love to hear the real life versions of what you realized you had to ditch in order to simplify. What totally. did that mean for you? Because it doesn't take too much of a stretch of imagination for listeners, for myself to think in your scenario with your your family setup and how, and your, your daughter's um, disability, yeah. how how challenging day-to-day life must be, must be and it has been for a long time. And that equally, there could be people in that scenario where they play a blame game potentially, and they're looking at things on a particular side of life. What was it you had to let go of yeah. in order to streamline things for you?
1: Yeah, I had to let go of strategies that weren't working for me, were too much work, were not in alignment for me even though I paid for them, even though I paid for this program to learn this way, to learn funnels, let's say, and the customer journey and low ticket offers and courses and Facebook ads and all of these things that I thought, this is the magic bullet or this is the magic bullet, you know, all of those things. um, I had to really say, no, I'm going to choose this path and I'm going to keep it simple because I didn't really have a choice either. I either needed to start making some money or go get a job (laughs) because we kind of got to a tipping point with my daughter's expenses and debt and all of that. And kids just getting older, you know, it was like, okay, I'm just going to focus. I literally made a list of five things. I'm just going to do this, 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 and this. And really what it boiled down to was like, only have two offers, (laughs) focus on growing a group and messaging to that group that would convert people into those offers and master my sales process that felt really in high integrity to me. And just those things right there and just focusing on those just like enabled me to go from almost nothing to hitting my first six-figure year all of a sudden like, oh, I did it. That wasn't that hard. It was actually easier than all the things I was doing in all the years before with all the complicated strategies.
0: And I wonder how much just having that simplification of message and that simplification of strategy, I'm doing these, this one thing or these two things, this and they and both those offers are in alignment with each other. They're not poles apart. And I'm going to do this until it works, instead of I'm going to try and cherry pick a little bit of everything.
1: Exactly.
0: Because that can be it can be really overwhelming as an entrepreneur when you know, well, deep down, I mean both you and I, we just want our work to help people, unlock people, to make a difference and so in the early stages of business you want to try everything but does that actually get you what you want
1: yeah absolutely and you have to really be honest with yourself right in that process you have to say you know i feel like i'm working and i feel like i have a real business because i'm busy all the time but is this really getting me to the to the impact i want to be making am i really having reach am i really changing lives or you know whatever the transformation is or the service is is it really Is it really getting me to where I want to be? And a lot of people think the answer is yes, because they're busy or because they're investing in themselves. So we have to be really honest of like, what's no longer aligned? What are we tolerating that we should not be tolerating tolerating anymore too? And I had to do a lot of, in my big growth jumps a few years ago, when things started really picking up quickly, a lot of it was just being really honest with myself and that self-reflection and where... Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a shiny object. Nope, that's a shiny object. So, what were
0: you putting up with that was no longer tolerable? What was that for you?
1: Yeah, well, you said it really well about cherry picking strategies. You know, they call it a sunk cost fallacy. When you keep following something, even though it isn't getting you the results you want, you know, to where you want to be because you invested in it or you invested a lot of time and energy in it. The other thing was, is that that busyness was actually my way of sort of burying my head in the sand and saying, Oh, I'm trying. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. When really I knew that it wasn't being honest. Like I'm doing all these things. They're not getting me the clients that I want. It's just hit or miss, you know? So I wasn't really in full decision internally. And I I talk about this a lot. Just this before you're really ready to flesh out, like, what's my message that's client converting? You have to own it internally first, right? and okay, so there's have... something
0: important you said there, that mm-hmm. is client converting. So yes. making sure the offer you put on the table actually speaks to them and they will choose to purchase. Exactly. so exactly. important.
1: Lots of people have, like, they post on social media, they send out emails, and they're not directly connected to the offers that they have. And so there's this incongruency and people just, you know, they book consults and they're dragging their feet. They're not, they don't really see you as a have to have because they don't see that congruency or because you have 10 different offers or five different offers and you're serving lots of different people. So that was a shift for me too. It's really fine tuning, like what's my process that helps clients to get results, you know, and to really So this is another one of the simplify to multiply principles too. And it gets you out of scarcity or like fear of missing out. Like, oh, I got to try this. I got to try that because there's all these things I should be doing. The principle is everything I need is in my world right now or a degree or two away. Like I just have to align with it. And you really- It's so true as
0: well. It's so true. And yet sometimes we cannot actually see what's right in front of us because we're too busy focusing on being busy. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, it's right here. The clients
1: you want to serve, the money you want to make, the way is right here. Or it's a degree or two away. Once you align yourself with your vision and your message, then it just all comes, you know, like my clients start seeing people come out of the woodwork that were on their email list forever or following them on social media. You know, it's just like, oh, here they are here. It happens. Another principle that sort of follows up from that, then whenever you start seeing things come together and the signs and the synchronicities and like, oh, this can be really simple, um, is the principle, things just work out for me. Like just really brainwashing yourself into believing this. Like, it makes
0: oh, such a difference.
1: things just work out for me. And, and your brain starts opening doors and seeing things that it didn't see before in connections because you're coming from that belief structure. We call this in my programs. We call this of course moments. Hashtag of course. Oh, of course this worked out. Of course I got you know I aligned my message and I have new high ticket client. Of course this opportunity just fell in my lap. Right. So it's just this. I'm not. It's it's beyond simpler. It's a simpler way of thinking, but it's a a lighter,
0: more flowy way of being. It's just not being well, weighed down with all the things I, I haven't, haven't done and the things I can't yet do.
1: Yeah, and it just permeates every area of your life in this beautiful way when you shift into this different way of thinking. I, I sometimes joke, I'll say to my clients, and it sounds elementary, I know, but it's sometimes just a good visual reminder. It's like, put on the simplify glasses, look through the situation through your simplify glass. Like there's always a simple way. I,
0: I really wish you could see Joy now. She is basically, <laughs> if you imagine holding your hands up to your eyes and making like glass jars jam jars (laughs) on her eyes. (laughs) It was beautiful. So fun. I simplified
1: glasses. I have to remind myself too, you know, when you're faced with a situation or scenario or like, okay, I'm here. I want to be here, you know, to put those glasses on and it sends your brain in a different direction of possibility and what you want. And the way is always here.
0: It is so true. I mean, we've had times in, in my business development where I've been frustrated because something wasn't working. uh, And actually, to most people, it would be working if they saw the numbers and the statistics. But for my, the growth I wanted wasn't working. But actually, what I needed to see was the reason it wasn't working was because I got the wrong client. I was speaking to the wrong person and I needed to shift. And as soon as I made that shift in me, financially, things fell into place much quicker. So... Talk to me about then what you see happening with your clients when they realize I've been overcomplicating and I've been my own self-sabotaging, business-sabotaging person.
1: What happens then? Oh, that's a great question. There's a vacuum. They're not sure who they are. They're not sure like, is this okay for me not to be working all the time? And for me to be letting go all of these things, even though they have evidence like, Oh my gosh. Like one of my clients, like my first 20K month. So exciting. Right. And, and it's working, but it's almost like, okay, I'm done working and it's only one o'clock. I feel guilty. Like I should be doing more. And it just, there's this hard work paradigm. I, I call it that's programmed into each of us. Right. And it it's so, it, you actually notice it more when you start to let go and allow it to be simpler. So it's amazing. And it's exciting, and like suddenly they have more time and more energy, and they're serving more aligned clients. Like we were saying earlier about like evolving, right? Like you had to evolve who you're serving, and that's part of this process. Process often too is like, yeah, I do need to evolve who I'm serving, and these clients aren't aligned for me anymore. My messaging is not really authentically who I want to be. It's not me and my leadership energy. So those those shifts and those up levels that you know, allow people to really um, be in their zone of genius. So their business starts to energize them. And now Mm -hmm. they're freeing up time because they're not doing all of the busy work, but it's an adjustment to be okay with that. You know, one of my clients said, okay, I'm going to take a two week vacation and not go online and not work. I do not know how this feels. Like I did one week, like once a while ago. (laughs) So, but she's enjoying it. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. She reported into our group just to
0: say, hey, I'm not working, but I just want to tell you. I'm not working, checking into this business group. Right, right,
1: right. (laughs) Keeping yourself accountable because my clients are so supportive of each other, you know, of just saying, yes, celebrating you, that you're allowing it to be easier. And that is sometimes a process, like allowing it to be easier and re- Aligning your beliefs with this, and I know I went through that process too. Because you know I was always just like you know type A, get it done, kind of personality. Work hard. I like to work hard. You no, know, I do. <laughs> but it's at some point you know if you're growing to multiple six seven figures, you know your time and energy is a max. Even when you bring on team, there's a max on things. You cannot scale. All the things
0: that is not scalable for sure and you have to protect your energy and it, it's interesting there are different challenges as you grow six and seven figures so for someone right at the start of this thinking i am doing all of the things what do you suggest they look at what are the the key the key things they have to do to start simplifying so that they can grow
1: absolutely so i would say first of all really align what are your unique differentiators in your industry you might be a little too close to it to see it. You may need a business bestie or a coach or somebody to help you to see, to self-reflect. And like for some of my clients who are just starting to master, you know, really owning it and, and learning to articulate it. Sometimes I even walk them through, like walk me through what you do in the first month of working with a client. You know, and I'll ask them questions about it and like, well, why do you do this and not that? And why this and not that? And like, well, because of this, 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 and I help them to articulate what are their differentiators and then design their offer, especially if it's going to be higher ticket, you know, 3K, 5K, 10K, whatever, to design their offer structure so that people can really see that, oh, this is different than all the free and low ticket solutions I've tried before. Right? they can see like how you're different than other people and they can see the value. You actually have to own the value of your expertise internally first, then you can start articulating it in your offer and structure your offer that way and start to put messages out there that are reflective of that expertise. But it's first that inner ownership and just learning to start to express it and to articulate it and structure your offer. You know, that what's that process that you walk your clients through? And you only need, like I scaled the multiple six figures, 500K past that with just two offers, two, only two.
0: (laughs) Keep it simple, people. That's all in your control. How many different offers are you putting on the table that people can't even work out what you're offering because there's just too much out there? Now I have a third
1: one, but I have team, you know, to help me as well. So it's like you really can scale. You don't need to be everything to everyone or offer all kinds of things.
0: So Joy, I know you have an incredible lead magnet to help people with this. Tell them where they can come and find it.
1: Yeah, sure. I'd love for you to come follow me on Facebook. Just look me up, Joy Buffalini. And you'll see in the header image, there is a lead magnet called Activate Your Audience. Now, this is about getting the attention of the people in your audience about your unique expertise. And in this template, there's going to be some, some bullet points here where you're going to articulate some certain things about your expertise. So it's going to actually prompt you to think through what we just talked about. Of Like, am I articulating my expertise? And what happens oftentimes is when people in my audience use this template, they start getting people responding to posts that had never responded before. Because suddenly you're dialing in your words and your phrases and what's your unique genius, right? And then you can piggyback off of that. But right away, you know, if you get this language incorrect, and it's a process, there's never a a perfect to it. It's a process. But when you start to dial in this language, suddenly you start getting feedback like, oh, people are interested in this. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, there's people responding that I'd never seen respond before. So
0: it becomes sort of that fuel to you too, right? Of saying, sometimes, you know, Well, it's feedback. It literally is feedback that you're on the right path. Your messaging's hitting home. And we we do need that validation. So we don't just feel that we're putting content out into the ether never to be felt back again. Exactly. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Joy. I hope that you listeners have found it interesting and it's given you some food for thought. Go and support Joy. Check out her Facebook and we will be back here with another episode very soon. Take care